Hello and welcome to Behind the Bearcat. This is the podcast where the Northwest Missouri State University Career Services Office chats with Northwest faculty, staff, students, alumni, and friends to hear about their career journeys, how they got to where they are, and how they became Bearcats. I'm Assistant Director of Career Services, Travis Klein. And I am the Director of Career Services here at Northwest. My name is Hannah. For those of you who have not listened to the show (laughs) for the previous four seasons, and today's guest on our podcast is... Hello, I'm Ivy Bailey. I am a senior here at Northwest studying ag business and animal science. Welcome. Welcome, Ivy. Thank you. Thank you. Have you on the podcast. Ivy is also one of our brand new career ambassadors for the spring of 2023. So she's been on the job for like three days. We're already recording (laughs) the interview with her. That's right. So tell us a little bit more about yourself, Ivy, Uh, maybe how you found Northwest and what your experience here has been thus far. Yeah, so I grew up in Northeast Kansas on a farm, so I've always had the love for agriculture and was really looking for a small college that gave me that hometown feel that I got um, when I was in high school. I looked around a lot of state universities in Kansas, just never felt it. It was too big. And so I happened to come on an FFA trip to Northwest and didn't even tour after that. I knew that day that this is where I wanted to go. So I jumped in right after graduation and started out as an animal science major and then just added my ag business major this last semester. Why did you choose animal science? Yeah, so I actually wanted to be a vet when I first came to school and decided that vet school just wasn't for me. And so I dove into the animal science side because I was really interested in the reproduction and nutrition. So that was kind of my main focus and I knew I wanted to do that, but I love finance and so I want to tie that in too. So that's where my ag business major also comes in. That's a good combination. You have the animal yeah. science and then also the business side. So yeah. and in the Midwest, most businesses are ag businesses. So you've got lots mm-hmm. to choose from. So what's the career goal with that? So you're a senior. You mentioned you're going to graduate yep. here pretty soon. What What are you thinking for jobs? Are you thinking grad school or what's the plan after graduation? Yeah. So the plan after graduation is currently undetermined. I had an awesome internship over the summer with a reproductive vet in Lawrence, Kansas. Absolutely loved the job. Not sure it's completely the right fit for me, but that is a solid backup plan that I have. And so um, I'm just kind of looking around. I've done a couple interviews, but I'm really not in a big rush to get anything, but definitely along the lines of an animal science position, hopefully with reproduction. And so I'm just going to throw this out there. You haven't mentioned what animal, but I'm assuming cattle. Maybe is that actually no? I am a horse person. Ah. I grew up with horses. Um, I teach riding lessons and train horses in my free time, and so I'd love to go into horse reproduction. That's what my internship focused on, and it's a fun industry. And I so far I've loved all of the people I've met in it. So, so if you could, and I know maybe maybe this was previously addressed in that answer, but like dream job, like Mm -hmm. just throw it out there. What is that? for you at at this moment in time? Yeah, my dream job, and it's always been my dream job, would to be like a facility manager or a barn manager. Um, I would love to manage a barn. That's kind of where my love of horses started. I worked for um, a lady from back home that managed a big barn that we had about 50 horses that we were taking care of. And I just always admired her. I thought she was the coolest person. And so that's really something that I want to do and teach riding lessons. So it's kind of a hefty dream because there's a lot of steps to get up to it, but that is kind of the end goal. So talk to us about Northwest. 
you said you you stopped doing other schools, mm-hmm. right? But what types of maybe extracurricular activities, outside things have you been able to take advantage of here? I came to Northwest, like I said, as a freshman and didn't know absolutely anybody. Not a single person from my high school has ever come to Northwest. So I came literally not knowing a single person. And so it was very intimidating, but I was able to jump into the Sigma Alpha sorority, which is a professional um, women's act sorority on campus. Um, We had about 50 women in the sorority when I joined and immediately created 50 friends. And so that is kind of where my extracurriculars lie. Mostly I spent a lot of time in Sigma Alpha and just ended um, and now a Sigma Alpha alumni after being the first vice president for a year. So I always encourage the freshmen that I see to take a look at it. Outside of that, I board my horse out at the university barn. And so I've met a lot of people there that aren't necessarily ag majors, but have the same interests as me. So that's really nice. And then various ag organizations, um, Missouri Cattlemen's, Missouri Farm Bureau. Those are all valuable connections that will help you when you do find that job. Those will be very essential in doing that, I bet. You also, we mentioned you're a career ambassador. How did you find that position or how did you hear about that position, um, you know, to apply for it going into your senior, last senior semester? Yeah. So I found career ambassador through one of my friends from the sorority, actually. She had worked here for a while and she always talked highly of it, always loved it. I got to see her in class afterwards. She was always in a good mood. I'm like, man, that has to be a good job if you're still in a good mood after you leave for your shift. And so I've always been interested in it. And I knew when the position opened, it'd be a great opportunity for me in my last semester just to dive in um, and help me find a career and help others also. It's a little built-in accountability, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Yep. <laughs> I, I have to I have to keep some someone else is keeping me accountable for doing my my career search, yes. right? Yes, I have to keep looking. <laughs> <laughs> um so talk about if you could, uh maybe a little bit about your thoughts behind like an application process or the interview process. How did you approach those things? I mean, you got the job. So <laughs> I'm assuming like your philosophy was successful. So could you just yeah. tell us what you were thinking like when you went into each of those phases? Yeah, the application process, I don't stress much over applications, honestly, because I feel like they don't really reflect anyone's personality. And so I usually just put down my basic information and really strive for that first interview. Um, I was a little nervous the first interview because I've never done a group exercise like you guys had us do where we interact with the other interviewees. So that was very different for me. I've never had that. I really enjoyed it because I felt like I was able to show my strengths and my weaknesses without like spilling out my life story to you guys. And so I did really enjoy that. And then the second interview was really nice. It felt really laid back, very calming. Like I could have a conversation with you guys. And that's when I kind of knew I'm like, okay, this is a good place to be. These are good people to work with. Do you get nervous for interviews? Do they make you nervous or do you? Not really. I feel like I'm a good conversationalist. Like I like to talk to people. I did get nervous during the activity though. So I'm like, oh, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to be too much of a leader or not enough of a leader. And so it was just a different atmosphere for me, but I enjoyed it. And that that's why we do it because most people haven't honestly, even full-time employees, you know, the group the idea of a group interview is very intimidating. And, mm-hmm. you know, we do kind of ask you to just, we don't give you much to go on. It's just, we give you a little bit and let you run and we want to see yeah. how you interact. And the, really what we're looking for is just what you mentioned, someone who can just be themselves that isn't going to, you know, psych themselves out of it or really take over and, you know, not be, you know, able to work with other people. And you did all those things really well. So I think that being easygoing and easy to talk to, we, it's interesting. Last week we talked with Grace 
um, the career services specialist. And mm-hmm. she mentioned, you know, being really comfortable in her interview. And it's like, well, that we were really comfortable too. And that's the yeah. same thing for you. Like the more comfortable you are, the more kind of not freaked out you are, the easier it is to have the conversation with the person. So it's amazing how that makes a difference. Yes. A big difference for sure. Well, and the truth is, and maybe you, you've only worked here, what, a couple of weeks, right? Yeah. A week yeah. or two. So the truth is what we do is a lot of grouping with people we don't know, right? Mm-hmm. So we bring an employer to campus, we have them do workshops or whatever. And you you need to be able to function in that type of environment and make people feel comfortable, right? Yeah, Just absolutely. without knowing them, really. Yeah. Like, Oh, immediately to do that. So, so that's a great skill. And that's part mm-hmm. of the reason we do those group interviews that way is because we need somebody who can naturally, you know, just make, make group work fun, I guess. Yeah. If, if, if we could yeah. all make group work fun, college would be a different thing. <laughs> that is for sure. <laughs> so talk to us a little bit about in your experience, maybe looking for internships. You said you had an amazing internship. How did you approach that process? How did you find your internship? Um, and how did you apply an interview for that one? Yeah, so when I, people ask me about my internship, this is when I preach networking. I would have never found my internship if it weren't for the people that I knew. It's not a small company. It's called Kansas Center for Equine Reproduction. But it was not in my radar at all. And it happened to be that a lady that I bought a horse from had used this veterinarian before. And she's like, hey, maybe you should call her and figure this out. And so there was no application process at all for me, actually, because I called them. I'm like, hey, I need an internship in about three months. You have one. And so it happens that the veterinarian is siblings with one of my teachers in high school. And so, again, networking, and she happened to call him. He said, yep, Ivy's great. You should hire her. And that was honestly about it. So we had one phone call on my way to class, and I just kind of talked about how I have horse experience. I know the safety protocols. And then she called me the next day and said, we're going to hire you. Come on in May. And so it was a great process. She's very easygoing. And so I didn't do the application process, not much of an interview, but I always preach to people when I talk about it that the people you know is really important. So, and what did you do in that internship? Because I, you know, hearing you talk about it's mm-hmm. with a veterinarian. So I'd imagine, yes. you know, that's a very specialized skill that they can't just, you know, you can't go and like start mm-hmm. delivering, you know, baby horses or anything. Yeah. So, what they have you actually doing when you were there over the summer doing your internship? Yeah. So, my official title was a veterinary technician. And so I was essentially her assistant the whole summer. So, it is a facility where we uh, boarded stallions and mares. And so, essentially, what we did is we bred horses all summer. Like, that's just like, the most basic way I can say it. We bred about 30 customer mares a day. And then we would also do artificial insemination, embryo transfer. um, And then we had about eight stallions in the barn. And so we would collect them daily and process all of the semen and prepare that either for shipment or for breeding. And so it was a whole avenue of things I have never experienced before. I've never bred a horse. And so it was really cool. And I think my horse experience helped me kind of skip the initial training and jump right into the de- deeper stuff. And so I really enjoyed it. I've always loved working with veterinarians. And so working with a horse vet was just like a dream come true. Yeah. Wow. That's that's really incredible. What breeds of horses? So I was a little surprised by this. I have always ridden American quarter horses. They're a super versatile breed, very well known in the Midwest, especially. But Dr. Shelby Hayden was the veterinarian and she is pretty well known across the nation. And so we would have a lot of people come from like the New England area with 
British breeds. So like your big warm bloods, your Hanoverians, all of those. And we had a couple people come from the West Coast and a lot of them had thoroughbreds. So I got to meet a lot of horse breeds that I never would have guessed I had met before. So wow, yeah, big money in those thoroughbreds, I would imagine too. (laughs) Yes. And then during last semester, actually, some of the horses I helped breed and then um, full out went to sale. And so I got to go down to Oklahoma and see all of those horses sell. And there was some big money going through that ring. I have never experienced anything like that. So it was really cool. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. I had a pony when I was a kid. <laughs> he was half American quarter, half Welsh pony. Yep. He yep. was an awful creature. I bet he was. And- he made me not like horses. So there's a little bit of background trivia for you. I also grew up with ponies, so I understand why you don't enjoy them anymore. <laughs> he would scrape you off. He would buck you off. He would step on you and he bit me a few times. So they're know. mean little things. That's for sure. <laughs> what tips or tricks for any of this, anything wisdom you have accumulated in your last four years of going to college? that you would like to share with maybe someone who's coming up behind you? Helpful advice. Yeah, I would say the number one thing for me is not to be scared of your professors. I think I probably go into my professor's office at least once a week just to talk. The more they know you, the more helpful that their class is going to be, the more conversations you can have. That was the biggest thing for me. And they've also helped me network a lot. Like there is a teacher in the ag department I've never had a class with. And I put her as a reference on my resume just because I feel a good connection with her and that she would be a good reference for me and that we could kind of have a conversation about anything. And so the big thing for me is to talk to your professors and just don't be scared of them, especially your gen ed professors, because you're like, oh, I'm only going to have them for one class. I don't really need to talk to them. But I've made some really good connections with some of my gen ed professors that have been really helpful, um, like creating my resume and my cover letter. I sent my cover letter to my English professor from the first semester and just let him tear it apart because I am not very good at writing. And so those connections make a big difference. And then to just attend as many events as you can. The Ag Department does a really good job of hosting their own events, and I would assume many other schools do. And so those have been really helpful, just getting to know my other peers that are in my classes. So you have study groups, but also to career events, because those have been really helpful, just getting to network and know other companies in the area. That's That's super solid advice. Yeah. (laughs) I always like to ask, and this this sometimes is very similar to kind of the same vein you were just in, sometimes it's different. But as a senior, I always like to, what's something you wish you would have known as a freshman that -hmm. you know now? Because that may not be the same. I know when I was a senior in college, Mm -hmm. I thought I was so much smarter than when I was a freshman. I probably (laughs) wasn't, but I thought I was. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me, and I felt this kind of this semester, is to not be scared of the seniors. Um, I feel like when I walk through the ag department, all of the freshmen just kind of like trickle to the side of the hallway. But when I joined Sigma Alpha, the seniors were like the strongest pull for me because I felt like they had everything in line. They knew exactly what was going on. And now as a senior, I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. I show up to my 8 a.m. and that's about what I have for the day. And so I would encourage freshmen to just like branch out a little bit. You don't know anybody in your classes. So by someone you don't know, they might be an upperclassman and they can really help you figure out what teachers to take and what classes not to take. So that was the biggest thing for me, just not to be scared of the upperclassmen. That's good advice because, you know, they go and get jobs. And then when you're looking for them, <laughs> you can always reach out through LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever and yeah. say hi. So, yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. We're so happy to have you on the team and looking forward to getting you for the last semester. I know 
a lot of times coming into a job in the last semester is tough, but some of our best career ambassadors we've ever had have honestly been last semester seniors. So we've been really lucky with that before, and I think we struck gold again. So <laughs> Good, really I'm looking excited. forward to working with you. I'm we'll excited. find you a horse barn by the end of the semester. Absolutely. Perfect. You let me know. <laughs> yeah, we'll do. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that will do it for another episode of Behind the Bearcat, and we'll talk to you next time.